Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity and uh, with us right now, Steve Moore, a brilliant economist. And of course, you see him all over television. He's a best-selling author. His book, uh, which you should get, is uh, Trumponomics and uh, Govzilla is another great book and uh, read his columns. But he also runs this thing. It's the, called the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And every day they put out the best briefing, news stories, analysis. It's really good. Donald Trump reads it every day. Uh, and if you want to get this sent to your email, it's free. Just go to committee to unleash prosperity.com. Steve Moore, how you doing? Mark, good to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the plug for the Committee to Unleash Prosperity hotline. And you left out the best part, though, Mark, that the, the price. You left out the price. Free, absolutely free. <laughs> no inflation in our class. So, yeah, people want to get it, just go to committee.lhprosperity.com and sign up. Uh, this story here, first story today. Joe Biden says, I never cashed a paycheck. What is he talking about? <laughs> well, this was a, a quote that I had missed from about a month ago or so in the Washington Post. They did this flowery uh, you know, story about Joe Biden and how you know, he all he does is care about other people, and you know what what a self sacrificial guy this is, and and he said, and Biden says, and he's boasting, you know, he's boasting in his interview that he said, I don't remember the exact quote, you might have it, but something like, I I never even looked at a paycheck, I've never worked, you know, for a private company or anything like that. And there's a guy who's, you know, 70 years old, he's 78, I don't know how old is he, and he's never had a real job in his whole life. And he's trying to tell businesses how to run their operation when he's never even worked for a business. Never had a job in his life, yet he's made more money from some corporations, all of them overseas, uh, than anybody. Uh, Burisma, does that count? Uh, Chinese hedge funds? does. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, it's a problem, isn't it? You've got, you know, like Chuck Schumer, a senator here in New York. Another guy right out of college went to work in politics. We've got all these politicians that have never worked in the private sector. 
Don't you think it should be a requirement before taking office? I've always believed in terminal mess, and I believe that, you know, if we had a rotation in office, you'd get people to really understand what's going on in the real world. I, I really believe, Mark, as someone myself who's lived in the bubble of the Washington swamp now for 30-some years, that it's like living in Disneyland. It's so detached from what's happening in real America. And so this this explains, by the way, there was a piece, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal yesterday, about why are people so unhappy? I mean, everything's going so well with the economy, Mark. I mean, why don't people get it? Well, maybe it's because the average family is $2,000 poorer today than they were when Biden came into office. Uh, if you're really rich or if you live in Washington, D.C. or Wall Street or in Silicon Valley, things are going great. But for people around the country who live, you know, working-class Americans live paycheck to paycheck, they are poor today. And that's why they're angry. But, no, but nobody in Washington seems to get that. Yeah, also you got the most corrupt media. You know, that jobs report came out and they were bragging about it. Look at all the jobs. and all the, But when you look at that, don't you see uh, uh, in the fine print, a lot of them are part-time jobs, and many of these people have two or three jobs, that sort of stuff? Yeah, what's the old joke, Mark, that, you know, I know the I know the job market is good because I've got three of those yeah. jobs, you know, <laughs> and people are having to work two or three jobs just to make ends meet because wages and salaries are not keeping up with inflation. And I want to make sure that, you know, the listeners know that, and I think most people understand this, when Joe Biden says, it's, you know, prices are falling, the prices aren't falling. I mean, that that's uh, the words out of mouth. Somebody's never been to a grocery store or a hardware store or a McDonald's lately. I mean, my God, the Big Mac meal in a lot of areas is now like 16 bucks. I remember it was $6. And so uh, it's not that, uh, that prices are falling. It's the inflation rate has come down. Mark, inflation is still running at about 4%, and for a lot of items, it's running faster than that. Everything that you buy today uh, is about 18% more expensive. Your groceries are 22% more expensive. Your gas at the pump is 33% more expensive, and your mortgage payment utilities are like 50% more expensive. So (laughs) that's why people are angry. Hey, if Donald Trump gets elected, which he will in November, and then he takes office in January, how long does it take... To fix that, how much of that is like baked in, and it will take years to get that out of the economy? That's a really good question. In fact, it's I I was lucky enough uh, to have uh, uh, dinner with Trump during the Super Bowl. We were watching the football game. We had about you know hundred people there, and yeah. so I chatted with a bit. And I asked him that question. I said, you know, Mr. President, how long is it going to take? Do you think for you to fix things? And he said it would take him about six six months uh, to fix things. And I think he's right. I mean, remember how quickly he he got to work back in 2016, but now he's going to really hit the ground running. He's going to have a great team of, you know, economic and business leaders. And, uh, you know, you know this because he said it many times, but he repeated it to me. He said, well, the first thing we're going to do is drill and drill and drill. <laughs> we're going to use American oil. We're going to lower the price of gasoline. But think of all the oil we could be producing in Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota, West Virginia, and rather than getting it from Russia and Iran and Venezuela and OPEC countries. And it's a no-brainer, but Trump is going to do it because he wants America to be an energy-dominant country again. And so all these things can be you know, achieved. I do worry about the massive increase in the debt. You know, Trump, Biden has increased the national debt by $6 trillion in three years. I mean, think about that. I know those numbers are almost incomprehensible to people, but this is the most financially reckless president we've ever had in America. Yeah. 
And when it comes to, we're talking to Steve Moore, when it comes to getting something done, let's say climate change, very important to the Democrats, climate change. Have they gotten anything done? Everything they do seems to be the wrong thing from electric cars to getting rid of plastic bags. And when they got to put somebody in charge, they put some sleazy political operative like Podesta in charge. What the hell does he know about climate change? I'm laughing. I don't know if I should be laughing or crying, but you're exactly right. So, you know, there's a $350 billion, again, not million, not thousand, $350 billion green energy slush fund in the White House that they're passing out to their political friends. Because, you know, if you're wondering why the Democrats have three times more money than the Republicans, it's because they've got all the tax dollars that they're yeah. out to their, to, their, uh, to their voters and to their interest groups. But in any case, you're so right, though. If you look at what's happened in the last three years, by the way, do you know what the worst performing stocks were in 2023? No. Green energy. Oh. <laughs> Green energy. They collapsed. You know what the best performing stocks were? Oil companies. Oil, oil and gas. You know what? Uh, in 2023, despite the fact that everybody talks about, oh, we're in this green energy transition and it's moving along wonderfully and everybody's involved, China's involved, India's involved. Of course, they're not involved. Uh, there was more, uh, there was more um, use of fossil fuels in 2023 than ever, any year ever <laughs> in the history of the world. Does it sound like they're making much progress at these climate change conferences? Uh, incidentally, Today in the United States, uh, I know you, you follow this stuff pretty closely. Do you know what percentage of all of our energy that we get comes from fossil fuels? No. All of the energy that we use. I have no idea. 80%. Wow. So th- these lunatics, folks, they want to take us from 80% fossil fuels to zero. Have you ever heard of this idea of net zero? <laughs> but um, don't we need petroleum to make everything, like from this uh, bottle here to this desk to everything? Of course. If you wanted to destroy, look, I don't, I don't ascribe motives to people, but if you did want to destroy the country, a good way to destroy a country is to take away its energy supply. Because as you said, everything we have, we wouldn't be having this conversation. The cell phone I'm talking on, you know, the, the, the meal you had at lunch today, uh, you know, the car you're driving, everything is derivative of energy. And if you wanted to cripple an economy, you take away their energy and make it much, much more expensive. And I don't know if this is some kind of sinister, diabolical plan that they have, but is there anybody who really thinks we can run a $26.5 trillion economy with windmills? Yeah. Hey, uh, they also never mention that a windmill takes 300 gallons of oil to operate. They call it uh, lubric- lubricant, but it's oil, basically. <laughs> yeah, there's an old saying that you can uh, make um, uh, you can make windmills out of steel, but you can't make steel out of windmills. <laughs> so, hey, the other thing, you go into a supermarket, everything is plastic. Everything, every beverage is in a plastic bottle. Everything you buy is in a plastic bag. Thousands and thousands and thousands of rows of plastic. Why can't I get a plastic bag when it's time to check out? <laughs> and there's about there's a number of states that are banning um, they're banning uh, uh, plastic bags, and it hasn't reduced you know the amount of pollution or anything. It's just making it a hassle to to carry your groceries. And uh, you know sometimes the left takes up these crazy causes. Uh, and so the plastic bag, you know, it's, a, it's an annoyance, too. Now, if you notice now, you have to pay an extra yeah. or something to get a plastic bag after paying $150 for groceries. Unbelievable. Um, 
Hey, they put out this list. You, you, you covered it in the uh, hotline. Worst presidents, best presidents. Oh, God. But the panel, where it, was, it says scholars, which means these pointy-headed uh, intellectuals at colleges. What the hell? What do they know about anything? Oh, my God. So uh, this was, uh, it's almost comical. So the, the uh, political scientists and the historians, you know, that teach at our great universities and are polluting the minds of our kids, they put out a rating of the best and worst presidents. And some of the ones at the best were, you know, obviously George Washington is our greatest president, and I think the most people know that. Uh, and they did rate George Washington highly. But what was funny is the recent presidents, so they, I'm not making this up. Most of us know in modern times, one of our greatest presidents, of course, was Ronald Reagan. I mean, who would, would you dispute that, Mark? Uh, no. Reagan, uh, Lincoln, Trump. He built the American economy. I mean, he was an icon. He was one of the, I think he should be on Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore. Well, they ranked, I'm not making this up, they ranked not only Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, but Joe Biden is a greater president than Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I mean, are these people living on Mars? Um, and so, uh, you know, I, by the way, I would probably put Joe Biden in the bottom five of all the presidents. And they rank him, I think, 14th or 15th greatest presidents. I guess they rank it on who produces the most inflation. Yeah. So, uh, hey, New York City, with this crazy judgment against Trump, uh, it turns out he has to three hundred million, but he has to put up four hundred and fifty million. Is this going to scare a lot of businesses away from New York City? Yeah, it is. It's sad too because I love American cities. I love New York. I'm from Chicago, another great city that is being ruined by progressive policies. Look what's happening in San Francisco. Look what's happening in Seattle. And you know, New York has lost three million people in the last decade to other states. It's the biggest migration in the history of the country out of uh, New York because of high taxes and terrible schools and high crime and all the problems that the progressive politicians don't deal with. And so the last thing New York needs is an excuse for businesses to move out. But now after what they did to Donald Trump. By the way, Donald Trump, you know this. You, you're you in Manhattan. I mean, Donald Trump built was one of the people who built New York. And, you know, he built great buildings. And remember the icing, ice rink that they couldn't, the city couldn't build, so he built it himself. Uh, you know, this is the way they repay him. They say, we don't want any more of your business here. Well, there have been a number of major developers who are saying, okay, we're out of here. Because if they can steal yeah. Donald Trump's money, by the way, they, they are stealing his money. They can do that to anybody. Yeah. He also rescued parts of New York. Grand Central Station, that whole area. Was, yes. They were going to tear down Grand Central. He turned it around when he put that hotel there. Columbus Circle was dead forever until he built a building there. So uh, you're absolutely right. Well, uh, we're, we're out of time, but uh, Steve Moore has this great uh, group, the Committee to Unleash Prosperity.com. It's Steve Forbes, Steve Moore, uh, Arthur Laffer, Larry Kudlow, and they put out the best newsletter every day. Great issues, great analysis. Thanks so much. It's free. You can just uh, order it, and it'll come right to your email, free every day. Go to committee to unleash prosperity.com, committee to unleash prosperity.com, and get Steve Moore's book, Govzilla. And Steve Moore, thanks for being with us. Hey, Mark, have a great night, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right, take care. Uh, oh, and everybody, check out Hannity.com. There's always great stories there. And make sure you watch Hannity tonight, 9 o'clock, the uh, Fox News Channel. And you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Mark Simone NYC at Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, but you'll never see me because they still got that shadow banning going on. 
And uh, I, I kind of gave up on them. Anyway, we'll take some calls in a minute. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Should we take a call? Let's go to uh, Don in Iowa. Don, welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. I'm not in Iowa. I'm in Dallas, Texas right now as we speak. I'm a truck driver. Oh, Look at how much, look how far this guy got. He's been on hold 38 minutes. He got like four states away. Very good. <laughs> I, I travel well. Uh, I'm from uh, your state, by the way. I grew up in New Hampshire. I live in Iowa now. Oh, well, I'm from Michigan originally, but uh, I, we love New Hampshire. And what do you want to say, Don? Well, I, um, you, you had posed the question of what to do with all these illegal immigrants from yeah. Venezuela that they won't uh, deport. And the solution is simple. Send them back to the country that let them into our country, Mexico. Okay, I agree. Thanks for calling, uh, Don. Yeah, that's the Trump plan when he takes office. Operation Deportation. Eisenhower did it. He got a million and a half returned in one year, in 1954. Uh, today's technology, everything did. We could probably do three million the first year. Uh, anyway, we'll take some calls in a moment. We've got lots to talk about. Don't go away. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Normally, I'm on our uh, big flagship here in New York, WOR, sixth floor. So I had to come all the way up to the 10th floor where the big uh, network studio is here. And Linda is actually sitting there uh, staring at me. What's the matter? Did I do something wrong already? Listen, I'm just, you know, paying attention to my talented and effervescent host, as uh, is my way. You see how she sounds on the air? Wait, you're off the air. Why would you do this? <laughs> you know what it is? It's because you're down there in the beautiful sixth floor. Yes. With Charlemagne's big, beautiful purple chairs and all the other poses. I see you in the, what is it, the hallway with the fog and all the things. I mean, my goodness, you're always rolling in it. Then you come up to the news floor. 
It's quiet. Everyone's working. They're diligent. You know, there's no good times and high fives up here. Yeah, I don't no? understand this floor. Uh, check out my Instagram. You'll see pictures of downstairs. The sixth floor, we got uh, all the big music station, everything. We got buffets everywhere you look. We got music playing from every different station. I made you station. tea. Come on. Yeah, up here, you get tea with uh, honey that's like seven years old that's <laughs> all black and <laughs> clogged. And <laughs> but you feel better, right? Yeah, <clears throat> I was just a little <clears throat> raspy, but uh, I feel better. So, you know, uh, Donald Trump has this relative. Her name is Mary Trump. You know this woman? Oh, yeah. Complete wacko. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Total wacko. And they put her on everywhere, MSNBC media, as if she's some sort of Donald Trump expert. She has never met Donald Trump. They've you know never many met. many cousins I have I don't talk to? Give me a break, Mary. Everybody knows you don't know. Okay, that's to, you never talked to. She's never met him. I've, I've researched this very carefully with the entire family. She was once in the same room with him. It was some big White House event. The one that's friendly with her is Trump's sister, Marianne. She's friendly with her. She talks to her. And there was some big event, 1,000 people in the East Room of the White House. She brought Mary Trump there and never got close to Donald Trump. She's never met Donald Trump. She's never had any interaction with him. And here she is. She's supposed to be some sort of expert, you know, an MSNBC expert. So Trump will have to put up $450 million dollars in this ridiculous uh, lawsuit in New York. So she says, this is Mediaite, which is like a left-wing, kooky left-wing site. She says, Trump will probably sell classified secrets to the highest bidder to raise the money. Now, he's got all kinds of properties he can sell. I know the one he's going to sell. It's right over there, right out the window down the block. It's 1296th Avenue. He owns 30% of it. It's not a Trump building. doesn't even have his name on it. So his 30% is worth about 500 million, a billion, no million, 500 million. And the other owner is the big real estate company, Vernado. They'd love to buy him out. So he'll sell that off. That'll raise the money. And, uh, you know, these are the same idiots that for 10 years told us Trump actually owns nothing. He has no money. He actually doesn't have any money. Now, uh, watch, he's going to cough up the 450 million without blinking. And he'll get it back. He won't have to uh, really pay it in the end. This case will go to a legitimate court, a, a rational court, and they'll knock it down and get rid of it. But you got to put it up in the meantime. You know, uh, the fact that he could sell that one thing and raise $450 million justifies the whole loan he took out. As the bank said, his personal assets were more than enough to cover any loan. We didn't even care about his properties or his business. You know, uh, Forbes magazine, they're not big Trump fans. I don't know why, but they always, when they do that 400 list of the richest, they always try to get him as low as they can get him. And even they put him at $2.6 billion. And Bloomberg hates Trump. They really hate Trump. And on the Bloomberg thing, they got him at almost $3 billion. So, And I don't know why he didn't bring that up in court. I mean, this is him personally. He should have just brought that up in court and uh, used that as evidence. But you had this wacko nutty judge who uh you know you ever watch law and order can i ask a question uh, and yes i have watched law and order we're not taking questions at the moment but uh <laughs> we'll make an exception i want to know and i need to know this judge er- ergonon and garon it rhymes with moron yeah just remember that so we'll call him judge moron yeah so judge moron has this disgusting habit of taking these naked selfies in the gyms and in these mirror pictures. And they're all over Instagram and X and this and that. And nobody thinks that this is worth looking into. Like, I'm just saying, like, 
This is the person to whom we are anticipating good judgment? Well, it's really hurt the New York City courts. Like, like I said, if you watch Law & Order, the judge is always a very sober, somber, uh, you know, older, somber sort of guy. You look at this guy, and he's a nice-looking guy. I mean, you know, when you I'm first... I'm sorry, what? He's, he's not a bad-looking guy. He looks nice. When was the last time you were at the optometrist? Clearly, we have a No, I'm just saying, if you saw him walking down the hall, you wouldn't say, oh, what an ugly guy. He looks like a yes, nice I guy. Yes, I would. But then you start watching him, and he makes the dumbest faces, the goofiest faces. He's a really weird, silly know. guy. He's gross. I picture him in the, in the Joe Biden club with whispers and weird sniffing. I don't know. Oh, you know, he's definitely a weird, weird, bizarre guy. He looks like, uh, you know, when you go to college and you walk in the room for the first day and the professor looks like a real left-wing wacko nut job who uh, is going to teach you the worst, most misleading nonsense and you can't even talk to them. You can't explain anything to them. This judge, before the trial started, before a single witness, before any testimony, declared Trump guilty. <laughs> you know, again, I watch Law and Order. They always have these pre-motion, pre-trial. They work. A, I've never seen an episode where the judge goes, oh, by the way, guilty. All right, let's start the trial. It's a victimless crime. I mean, every single person that they interviewed, to whom what a loan was given from, to whom he did business with, all said the same things. Well... A lot of people think uh, they, this is all going to get overturned once it goes to a real court. A lot of people think this law could be challenged in the Supreme Court. And it's a, only New York has a law like this, that the law could be declared unconstitutional, that you can't charge somebody with fraud if there was no victim. And the part that really will be proven unconstitutional, with no victim, no fraud ever taking place, you can't impose a remedy on somebody. It's based on absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So um, I don't know. This is, it'll get tossed out. Now the only thing is, you got to put up this money, and it could take six months, a year, whatever. All of these cases, nothing will happen in any of these cases till after the election. Uh, Jack Smith, if that's really his name, this Jack Smith weirdo with the bug eyes and the cape. Anytime you see a guy that has a cape in the picture, you know you're dealing with a complete wacko. Uh, a cape, unless you're Batman or Dracula or so, you, you don't need to own a cape. So this guy's going no place with this with this case. Uh, meantime, uh, Joe Biden has mountains of classified documents. You know, if you read that special counsel report, this never gets any coverage. Well, my staff packed it. It's my fault. I should have kept an eye on the staff. It says right on page 151, he was personally packing those boxes. This guy was thorough. He interviewed the movers, the moving company. Multiple witnesses saw Joe Biden personally pack those boxes, even at one point carrying them in the truck himself. Also, it's too complicated to explain, but he, he details in this report how he can prove that Joe Biden was in and out of those boxes at home multiple times. And when you go in the box, the folder's saying big letters classified. He said in his lies, it was the staff, then he said, I never even knew they were there. I never knew they were in my house. So they caught him a million times. He's not going to get charged with anything. Uh, why are they charging Menendez, the Democratic senator? Somehow this guy got charged. Must have done something anti-Biden. Yeah, he essentially had a moment of brilliance and decided to stand up and probably do something some, somewhat moral. Well, and they were like, oh, enough of this guy. Bobby, it's your turn. Now you're going down. And yeah. all of a sudden it's like, it's like it, it, 
It's like Bruce Almighty when he like created those scenes in the movie where like he found Jimmy Hoffa's body. I'm like, oh, so you just happen to go in Bob Menendez's closet, find the suit with the gold bullion bricks in his clo- in his suit. Po- I mean, give me a break! What a crock! Nobody believes this. Well, he is kind of an idiot. I mean, who has? Oh no, he's a total tool, and I would use a different word if I wasn't on the air. He's a total tool. He's a really bad dude, and I don't feel sorry for him any day of the week and twice on Sunday. But I just think it's interesting how they flip the script on people who decide that they don't want to play ball. Yeah, if you got six hundred fifty thousand dollars in a and you're not the Sopranos, and you also have gold bars. Who has gold bars in their house? Uh, it doesn't make any. And did you see this story about uh, apparently fifteen years ago, he's hooking up with some woman, and she's not bad looking. Look at the picture; she's pretty good looking. What the hell was she thinking? Uh, but he, she said that he took her to his house. And opened up the safe and showed her showed her stacks and stacks of cash. Now, if that's what you got to do to Does impress he know a woman, funny? well, <laughs> I, said, I know some guys they want to impress a woman. They said, "Hey, look, here's a picture of me and my nephew. He's playing with a little kid, and it's actually a kid he rented just to take some pictures with." So, oh, it's like the guys that rent the dogs in the park. Yeah, I mean, they rent a dog. I, I mean, I can see trying to appeal to a woman that way, but if you have to show her stacks of cash this might not be the most romantic relationship this might not be the most sincere woman you could be going out with so uh but apparently it worked because here she is taking nude pictures with him and yeah linda look at linda's face she doesn't like any of this but- I mean, he's just gross his wife is gross they're just gross it's just all gross people doing gross things and unfortunately it's just a sickness it's a virus you know through the entire it, the halls of Congress are just, it's gross. Like our founding fathers are turning over in their graves. It's just repulsive. You know what's funny? Uh, these Biden-type guys, they're so tough. You come after them, Menendez, whoever, they'll indict you. Eric Adams was heading to the White House to confront Biden about the migrants. All of a sudden, the FBI shows up, and, uh, and they're going to indict him. But you get these, uh, what's her name, Rashid Tlaib? Why are they so afraid of these people? Why do oh, they go after her? Uh Biden, you know, helping Israel, all of this. Do you have that? Listen to this, Talib. She threatens Biden. It's also important to create a voting block, something that is a bullhorn to say enough is enough. We don't want a country that supports war, wars and bombs and destruction. We want to support life. We want to stand up for every single life killed in Gaza. I want you to think of Al Shama. I want you to think of Rima. I want you to think of Sidra. I want you to think of all of the amazing Young children and the people, again, lives were lost in Gaza. This is the way you can raise our voices. Don't make us even more invisible. Right now, we feel completely neglected and just unseen by our government. If you want us to be louder, then come here and vote uncommitted. It's a long cut. What she's basically saying is, wipe out the Jews. This is what she's saying. She hates Israel. Wait, this is the same woman. So she's crying for Hassa and Fasa and all the other names that she said. Okay, fine. And then she says, we're so sad about them. Oh, but by the way, she was the only person on a bipartisan vote to not condemn rape and sexual violence as just that against the Jewish women that were taken hostage by Hamas. She's an absolute raging nutjob. But Biden now is turning on Israel because he doesn't. She threatened, uh, you know, I'll go against you in Michigan. Why is he so afraid of her? Get those guys that went to Bob Menendez's house. Send them to her house. Get those agents that grabbed Eric Adams on the street and go grab. Well, I mean, not that you should be doing that. You shouldn't be persecuting enemies. But if he does that with these, why is he so afraid of this woman? 
Listen, I'll tell you right now, if you love Hamas that much and you want to go help the poor children of Gaza, then you go with the U.N. and the Red Cross and you go volunteer. Get your hands dirty. Get over there and you help. OK, let's see you put your uh, put your words to action. I can't wait to see her over there. Yeah. And then the uh, two state solution. We just tried that. We had a two state solution. Look how that worked out. And the Palestinians should have a state. Yes, that would be good. You know where the dumbest place you could put it is in Israel. <laughs> Just stop. It's so. Here's the funny thing, right? So if you've ever been to Israel and you've walked through the various sects of Israel, have you been, Mark? Yes. Okay. So I've been three times. And when you go through, you'll see that all of these people in Israel, some of them are Muslim, some of them are Christian. There's churches, there's mosques, there's all these things. You go to Palestine, you don't see anything. There's nothing. Because they don't use their money for anything except weapons. It's just a bunch of people living in squalor under oppression. And they are completely and totally mind brainwashed. It is insane. But Israel allows everything. Yeah. And uh, all the money we've sent, the billions and billions and billions, was spent buying tunnels, weapons, bombs, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, we'll take some calls in a minute. 800-941-SEAN is the number. 800-941-SEAN. And uh, we'll take some calls in just a moment. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Hey, welcome back. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Let's just, just take a call. Let's go to Lou in Tennessee. Lou, how you doing? A former, Mark, I'm a former New Yorker who left Tennessee. Gee, you can never tell. How come you're still in New York? I love it here. Where are you in Tennessee? Uh, a place called Mount Juliet, about 20 minutes from Nashville, 15 minutes from BNA Airport. Loving it. Yeah. What do you like the guy on Green Acres? What's his name? No, I don't have a pitchfork, Mark. Oh, okay. Not long, Mark. Come on, you miss New York. No, I, I don't miss it. Not, I pay $21,000 in taxes in New York. Yeah. Same property, same house. In Tennessee, it's $2,700. So you do the math. All right, but you can't get the same pizza. You can't get the same anything. I lived in Suffolk County. And, you know, that used to be a blue area. Now yeah. we're getting red. So I figured we build it. Uh, the wall I want to build is right along the Mason-Dixon line. So no more new northerners come to our nice state of Tennessee. But I did want to ask you a question. Yeah, real fast. We only got a few seconds. Okay. Harry Truman is the most underrated president we've had. Yeah. He had no knowledge of the atom bomb, the Berlin airlift, and the railroad strike that closed America. No, he was good. He was good on that. And, hey, he made the toughest decision a president could ever face, dropping that bomb. And he was quite a president. But uh, I have to say it. We're out of time. Sean Hannity will be back. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, although I'm shadow banned, uh, or Instagram, Mark Simone NYC at Instagram. Uh, and make sure you check out Hannity.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.